You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rick Fry in Real Time. Today, I'm doing it a little bit different. It's just going to be me. And I want to talk about a subject that's pretty important, has become pretty important to me. So, um, recently I lost my oldest son, Brian. Let me say from the outside, outset, I believe my son is with God. I saw him and celebrated with him his acceptance of Christ. I'm secure in that, but that does not make this easier. Religious platitudes never help when someone is grieving. And grieving's not something that I've had a lot of experience with. I lost my mom about eight years ago, but she had not been when, not been well or been herself for quite a while. And it's like we lost her long before we lost her. And there was some grief. But I was not prepared for the loss of my son. He, uh, he lived in San Francisco for about 20 years. We talked by phone and had conversations, and those were okay. And he came back to Oklahoma for a visit about oh, 10 years ago. But he was, was distant and somewhat aloof. He went back to California, and we would do the obligatory happy birthdays and Merry Christmas text But honestly, we didn't try very hard to connect. And I own that. The distance made it easy to focus on my own stuff. Ignore is a a difficult word to use, but it's what we both did. It's what I did. We disagreed on a lot of things, and I couldn't fix it, so I ignored it. Not that there was something I could or needed to fix, but my tendency is that if it's not the same as as what or how I think or function, then it's broken and it needs to be fixed. I have a lot of regrets in my life. But I think one of my greatest regrets is that I didn't try harder to maintain a relationship with my son. Another thing I can't fix. When when I got the news of his passing, my initial thought was, "Um, well, we're not very close, so I'm not sure what I'm supposed to feel I was determined, (laughs) sadly, was determined not to feel anything. I held that position for a few hours or as long as I could. And then later that evening, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I began crying uncontrollably. And I must tell you, I hate crying. I spent some time thinking about why. 
it's not that I never cried. It's just that I never did it in front of anyone or tried not to. I was made to believe that to cry was a sign of weakness. As a child, I was yelled at to dry it up, you little baby. Even at my current age, I still hear those words. But the tears flowed, and I couldn't stop them. But here's, here's something that happened. Something broke loose that evening. Something that had been um, wrapped in my heart or brain that was like a blindfold. It covered a, it covered a deep wound that I'd been hiding for a very long time. As I examined this unhealed sore, words began to surface from it. Words like disappointment, betrayal, anger, fear, unforgiveness, and even bitterness. All very tightly compressed and wrapped in a dark bundle with a label on it that said, Do not disturb. And the biggest word in that dusty, disregarded wad was loss. What do I do with the loss? As I do this podcast, it is my hope that I can be of some encouragement or comfort to my daughters, Jen and Katie, and my sons, Matt and Luke. Guys, time is such a valuable commodity. Let's use it wisely. Here are some things that I found and, and have written and thoughts on how to deal with our loss. I hope you can find them or find them helpful when you deal with loss of someone you know or someone you know that might be suffering with this loss. The first one is do not shy away from talking about the death of the loved one with your friends or colleagues in order to help you understand and remember your friend or family member. Avoidance can lead to isolation and isolation will disrupt, disrupt the healing process especially with your support systems. So do not be afraid to talk about it. And the second one is what you're feeling is real. Accept the feelings. You may experience a wide range of emotions from sadness, anger, and even exhaustion. All of these feelings are normal, and it's important to recognize when you are feeling this way, if you feel stuck or overwhelmed by these emotions, it may be helpful to talk to a counselor or a mental health professional who can help you cope with your feelings and find ways to get back on track, to get your life back. Your life will never be the same, but you can learn how to deal with this loss. It's so important for you to take care of yourself and your family Eating healthy foods, exercising, getting plenty of sleep can help your physical and emotional health. The grieving process can take toll on someone's body. Make sure you check on your loved ones to see if they are taking care of themselves as well. 
take care of yourselves. Don't be afraid to reach out, to reach out and help others dealing with law, with this loss. Spending time with the loved ones of the deceased can help everyone cope. Whether it's sharing stories or listening to your loved one's favorite music, these small efforts can make a big difference to some. Helping others has an added benefit of making you feel better as well. So reach out, talk about it, and don't isolate. The other thing is that you have to give yourself time. Let your heart not your head, determine how you feel. Everyone grieves differently and at their own pace. Give yourself time. You know, and here's something, and I'm kind of doing this with this podcast, is write a letter to the person who's dead, who has passed. This is an opportunity to tell your loved ones how much you love or miss them or how angry, sorry, or sad you are. Maybe you didn't have the chance to say goodbye or heal an old wound. We always imagine that there will be plenty of time for this stuff. <laughs> this one, this one's, this one's close. Take a trip down memory lane. Memories can help you stay connected to the person who's passed. It can give you a sense of comfort to hold or touch something of theirs. You can place pictures and special and special mementos in a scrapbook or a memory box. Remember, remember, if the memories are too painful right now, then it's okay to to put them away for a while and return them return to them later when it's when the time is right for you. Crying. This was the one that was most difficult for me. Crying is just an expression of grief. There's a saying, what soap is for the body, tears are for the soul. Tears are not a sign of weakness. If you feel like crying, let it go, let it flow, let it happen. Also be gentle with yourself. It may take five days, five months, five years or longer since your loved one has passed, and you may still experience moments of grief so intense they take you by surprise. While these grief bursts may occur from time to time, you will continue to heal. Be gentle and patient with yourself as you move forward into a full and meaningful life. You cannot tell how you will feel when someone dies. In the first minutes or hours, you may have many different feelings and emotions. And this is normal. There is no right or wrong way to feel or behave at a time like this. You may go into shock or feel numb. You might even try to carry on as though nothing has happened, which I tried. Or you may feel angry or in despair. You might find that you swing between feeling okay one minute and upset the next, and that these feelings come in waves or burst when you're not expecting them, which can leave you feeling worried, embarrassed, 
or even afraid. If you're feeling upset, but someone else seems to be okay, that does not mean they are less upset than you or that there is something wrong with you. As I said earlier, grief is different for everyone and people process it in different ways and at different times. Unless we share our feelings, then others only get an external impression of how you are coping. Have a memorial. Get together. Celebrate the life of someone you love. They may have gone to be with God, but the love you have for them remains. Celebrate that truth. I hope this helped you some. It helped me to write this and to record this and to share it with you. I miss my son. And I know there are a lot of you who miss him. So let's get together at some point and celebrate Brian's life. Thank you for watching and listening. I appreciate you guys so much. Talk to you next time.